From the blue-green waters of Claytor Lake to the hiking trails of the NRV, AM HodgePodge is on the air. Here are your hosts, Keith Weldons and Mark Tapp. Valley. This is Mark Tapp with Keith Weltons, and you're listening to AM Hodgepodge. I have the best seat in the house. Is that because you can't see me? Yes. Yeah, I figured you were going to say something like that. <laughs> yeah. I can see all everybody else, and you can see everybody else, but I can't see yeah, you. That's right. It's nice. So why is it that I don't have the best seat in the house? Well, I guess that is what I, the beholder or whatever. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> so you can still have the best seat, but I do too. I'd, I'd argue that I've got the best seat simply because I'm sitting next to Dan and he's pouring the beer. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Well, the second reason I have the best seat is because so the guests are here and we've got quite a few of them. They're actually keeping the room warmer this morning, which is a treat. Yeah. Is that I don't have to touch the buttons, but I will tell you that the mic sound system is pretty good this morning. It does sound pretty good. Yeah. So we've got Dan in this morning and it will bring him in here in a minute. And we're going to talk about some beer. Now, this is a re- this is a uh, revisit to um, was this Christmas that we kind of brought this up the first time? I think that's what it was. The, the beer, yeah. This particular, yeah, I think it, it was probably Christmas when we first heard that it was being released. Yeah, yeah. You know how you could find that out? You just go to the hodgepodge. Oh yeah. Well, good morning, everybody. This is Keith Weltons. That's Mark Tapp. You are listening to AM Hodgepodge. This is a show for and about the New River Valley. We do bring in guests, and uh, we try to bring in outside information. Our first segment is about beer and some sports. And um, so, yeah, we've got Dan here with the Radford Chamber of Commerce. And uh, we're lucky enough that we get to see Dan multiple times a day. Probably more than you would like to. No, no, it was part of the bargain. <laughs> it, was part of the, it was part of the deal, right? Like, if you're going to be in the building, I, we would have to see you periodically. Absolutely. Yeah. Hey, you got to move a little closer to that mic. All right. right. Yeah. How's that? That's, That's better. Perfect. That's better. And so, before... Now, go ahead. Well, let's give a little bit of background here on yeah, the beer. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Okay. okay. You want to take it then? No, no. I was going to say, can you give the background on the okay. beer? Okay. All right. <laughs> so, Dan, I, were you in the studio when we when we talked about this, or did you just hear the show? Uh, it was a post on the Facebook okay. page about the AM Hodgepodge that you guys had were going to talk about it. Um, so, anytime I see anything of interest like that, it, it sparks my interest. So I go looking, and yeah. the internet's a great place to go looking. And I went to Sierra Nevada, and so I I had said that they had released a beer, and then I went went out and looked for it, and it was it was no longer available. And so then you went out and looked for it and found it. I yeah. found it. And then you went and tried to look for the cheer wine twice, and it's it's not s- sells out almost immediately. Is what what I was told in North Carolina. It's NA. Yeah, it's, yep. it's not available. So uh, the, the beer we're talking about is the Bigfoot uh, barley wine style ale. Yeah, by Sierra Nevada. And the 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 hit here is that it's a. Are you trying to look at me? Stop. <laughs> 
Can you see me? <laughs> I just see one side of your. Throat. Yeah, that's good. That's good. Because <laughs> I'm just trying to make sure that you're talking, so I don't, I don't, I don't, but I don't really want to see you. Okay. Uh, but yeah, the, uh, th- is that this particular beer is one that has been aged and it's multiple multiple years. I can't remember what all the years were, but what's this year? What's this one? Well, so we've we've tried the 2017. So this is a 2014 in front of me. What's yours? And I've got a 2011 in front so, of me. So Keith. You have 2011, okay, and Mark and I have the 2014. Well, shoot, I did took I, I took a sip of the 2011 then, and I put a little 2014 in it. <laughs> I won't do that again. I won't do vintages. I won't do that. I won't do that any longer. But I did take the 2011. It's very smooth. So this is one of those because it's aged like this. It's got what 20 percent alcohol in it, something yeah. like that. Yes. Yep. Y- and you cannot tell. Uh, not quite that high. It's 9.6. Oh, 9.6. Yeah. Unless, unless that one has some more than this one. No, this so it's, okay. It's Great, because I was about to say, if it was 20%, I cannot taste 20%. Yeah. It's pretty high, but it's not that high. Yeah. Now, barley wine can get up that high, though. Yeah. Um, but for a 9.6, it is. it really doesn't have a lot of heat. No. It is very smooth. It's got a lot more hoppiness, though, and I think we noticed that in our last, in the 2017 one, too. It's a lot more hoppy than I would typically expect from a barley wine. Last time I compared it, I just said it was like the regular Sierra Nevada on steroids. Mm -hmm. Um, The the flavors are a lot more intensified. Right. um, And that hop, pulling off that hop trick on this and it not being a – IPA is pretty difficult because you're you're having to compete with the higher alcohol stream. Yeah. And then it's been aged. So it's going to take up some of the characteristics of the barrel that it's in. I was going to say with uh with regards to the barrel, I can taste the barrel. I can too. Yeah, it's almost like it's just a woody. I don't even I don't know if I would call it oaky, but right. it's, it is woody. Yeah. That's what's I think destroying the heat from, which is good by the way, from not coming through. The weirdness is that that's where it's getting heat, the alcohol, additional alcohol level from, but it's also what's removing it so that you're not breathing it through your nose, because well, that can be off-putting quick. Right. Yeah. It is actually when you bring it to your face, it you, it's not overwhelming. Correct. Um, but but when you poured it, Dan, and you're two feet away from me. I could I could smell it. <laughs> yeah, it hit me. The yep. alcohol hit me. Yeah, oh, really. Yeah. Yep. From over there. Yep. So, but uh, thanks again, Dan, for putting putting this in front of us. Yeah. So we're gonna have an additional conversation um, in our um, sports section, uh, but but before before we go to the minutes on that, I want to make something because I don't want to I don't want to ruin my my three minutes. Okay. Okay. Well, don't do that then. Yeah. Okay. But I, I will say because we got to you know get this out because it's really important. I think on the other end of the spectrum of the Bigfoot barley wine ale. Yeah. Okay. Keep going. Uh, Coors Light is releasing beer flavored popsicles uh, for March Madness. Okay. So yeah. well, that's actually a good that's a good tie in because it's, <laughs> but it's non alcoholic. Yeah. And you still have to be twenty one to buy them. Mm. Well, we know that this period of March is huge for the large beer companies relative to their sales because individuals are either purchasing the, the way that the games run. You know, many of the good games are are nighttime. It 
allows individuals to be able to drink during that period of time, both at home and away. And then secondarily, it allows for individuals who might have more time because the first couple of, of days, it's all day. So these beer sales really push up. And because they really push up, it is a um, massive advertising opportunity within college sports for the beer yeah. community. But that's a sticky wicket because then they say, well, you're, you know, who's your audience and uh, you're, you know, blah, blah, blah. But much of that is gone by the wayside because of the introduction of NIL and betting on college sports. Right. So right. the lines are so blurred at this point in time that. Uh, you can kind of get away with everything else. So this kind of leads me into my ball over beer. So you're ready? I'm ready. Are you ready? Yeah. Okay. Ball over beer. Okay. So if we look at college sports, and we know that for many, many years they've said, listen, we can't have alcohol uh, sold in the stadiums, and we don't want the students on campus, dry campus, and everything else. And we know none of that was paid attention to. Right. Right. Okay. <laughs> so eventually the schools decided, well, we're going to go ahead and bring in um, our own rules to try to monetize it, right? To help pay for the uh, explosive uh, budgets in college athletics. The final four, the every, t- oh, well, excuse me, the, the, the March Madness brackets, for every win, for every game a, t- a team gets to play, they get roughly $125,000 a year for the next six years. So you can see that if you've had a team, let's say Duke, and you've made the tournament six years consecutively, mm-hmm. you're getting um, what what one point one or one point two million dollars um, for each game if it was just six years in a row. Right. So if you play three, four, five, six games in, so if you keep getting to the final four and that stuff like that, you might be getting three, four, five million dollars a year just from not even having to play a game. It's at the beginning of the year you just get a check mm-hmm. and it says here. That shows you how powerful it is in sports. Okay? Yeah. So the question that I have is nothing to do with that. <laughs> okay. You ready? Yeah. Okay. The number one team in the nation made the tournament. And has a number one seed. Can you tell me who that is? Either one of you. And if you can't, I'll start giving you some hints. I'm looking around. John, do you know? Shake your head. Yep. There is a famous drink named after them. Oh, uh, well, it's not not UVA. No. I didn't think so. Kentucky? No. It's a, is it Kansas? No, all right. So you're t- terrible. It's <laughs> Purdue. It's the Boilermaker. All right. Oh. Well, okay. I wouldn't have so known can, that either. So interestingly enough, there's your number one team, <laughs> and it's the Boilermakers, and there is a mixed drink, right? It's called Boilermaker. John, did you know that? I cheated. Yeah, oh. he saw. I cheated. <laughs> saw. So, but, what, but what's interesting, if you look up the history of the name Boilermaker, the, it basically refers to a game in 1889 in which they steamrolled over their opponent, opponents, uh, and they said that the beating was so large that it was as if they were a Boilermaker. They just steamrolled over the other opponent. That's how they got their name. Uh-huh. Before that, this was what their nicknames were. The Rail Splitters. Isn't that a mixed drink name, too? I couldn't tell you. I, I think it tell is. You either. Yeah. Now this one, sure, I'm pretty you're sure is not long enough. It <laughs> but will that name, more. but I guarantee you, Purdue accepts this name, even though there's an alcohol uh, connotation to it, because the other options before that were they were called the pumpkin shuckers. 
<laughs> so they got rid of that. Yeah. They were called the farmers. Huh. And they were called the long hauler, log haulers. So all those names after they beat Wabash College in 1889, they beat them 44 to zero. And the newspaper reported the name Boilermakers. And that's the name it that stuck. took. So that's I your number one team. they probably settled on the right one. Yeah. Now, that's your number one team in, in college. What's their strategic advantage in this, in this uh, thing? And then we'll leave this. What's their strategic advantage this year? They have five players that are better than everyone else. That's, they have really good players? <laughs> Very good. Congratulations. <laughs> they have one player. I think he's like seven foot seven or seven foot eight. Wow. wow. He turns yeah. and almost hits his head on the net. <laughs> that'll, That's crazy. That'll help with the rebounds. Yeah. So there you go. All right. So with that being said, let's take our break. We got a lot of guests here. Yeah. All right. Everybody stick with us. You're listening to AM Hodgepodge. <laughs> 